Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker! Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you CM Punk and possibly Royal Rumble. Maybe not. But I hear you CM Punk. What's going on to uh, what's going welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy, and joining me. My co-host, not Deion Sanders from Primetime. What's up, y'all? It's me, the P-R-I-M-E. Yeah, the, the, the man. Uh, we're both here because it's time for the Rumble. We're Royal Rumble weekend, y'all. Okay, so I, uh, I've i been excited about the Royal Rumble. WWE does a lot of things wrong, but sometimes when it comes to like the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania, I always enjoy that time of the month. Or, or that time of the year because it seems like they actually give a damn. Any, anything else after that? Nah, not really. They just they, they, they play they, they play it by minute. So, uh, we got we, we got our predictions coming today. So, uh, without further ado, I'm gonna make sure uh, we get a shout out where shout out is due. We're gonna uh, give a shout out to spacefilly.com. Spacefilly.com. We get your all uh, our production company that we're part of. Get all your black bo- podcasts here in Philly. Make sure you guys check out. The Market Dark Show, the both sides. Check out Lulu and Pop and Lulu and Pop Horror Show. Check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there as well, such as the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Drunk Dog Silver Tongues, and hopefully this week, like I said, I've been I've been working with so much other stuff, but we did Ballers Lounge. We just did a um, Kobe Bryant episode, and we came up on the anniversary of his death, which it still don't even seem real. So, uh. Stay tuned for all that great stuff. Uh, make sure you guys uh, check us out on all the podcasts apps: Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Google Pod- Google Podcasts, Apple, po- oh yeah, Google Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Uh, if you listen to the snippets on YouTube, get that YouTube Premium so you don't ever have to. Uh, so you can close your phone and keep on listening. And also, my co-host, man, this ain't the only thing he do. Make sure you guys check out the, the Prime Nostalgia Podcast every single Friday. Uh, this past Friday was just, just an episode. What happened this fr- past Friday, Prime? Uh, we talked about our favorite buddy cop movies. Yo, that would that I gotta go back and listen to that one. I'm curious to see what y'all said on that one. Yeah, we got a couple good ones. I'm couple, pretty sure classics. I'm pretty sure y'all spam Rush Hour. Nah, not really. Not not spamming, but you know we all we all had it on our list here and there. As uh, long as I ain't got a. That Bruce Willis, Tracy Morgan, buddy cop movie on there. I don't even think that was talked about. So, <laughs> I think you're good there. Uh, or that, or uh, 
I, I know somebody, I don't know if any of y'all got hit, Let's Be Cops on there with Damon Wayne Jr. Nah, you know what? Surprisingly, my honorable mention is this movie called Loaded Weapon 1. If y'all don't know what that is, y'all should go check it out. Oh, wow. That's... It's a parody cop movie, which it, it got Samuel L. Jackson. Oh. I, I, I think you should watch it. I don't know. It's, 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 uh, it's, a, it's a weird one, but it's funny. Oh, hey, well, look, I'm telling y'all, if y'all, if y'all like buddy cop movies, I, if I recommend, I, I like some underground ones. Like, if anybody's seen Bulletproof, that was pretty deep. Mm, okay. Bulletproof okay. with Damon Wayans and Adam Sandler. The uh, the Heat with Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock. Oh, okay. Is a buddy cop. And, and that was what. That's when Melissa McCarthy was funny. I ain't talking about you know, <laughs> this new shit. This is back when Melissa McCarthy, Melissa McCarthy was funny. Y'all can check that out. And uh, I mean, everybody loves Lethal Weapon, so you know. But uh, yeah, but so but those preferably the fourth one. Say what? Preferably the fourth one with Jet Li. Hey, everybody for some reason like like that fourth one. I mean, it's not it's not my favorite one, but I, I for some I do like the fourth one. Probably because Jet Li. That's why. <laughs> Jet Li whooping Mur- Mur- talks ass. I'm just like y'all. Whoop <laughs> me to your rigs. But anyway, yeah. So those are some uh, bulletproof with Damon Wayans and Adam Sandler and. Uh, the Heat with Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock. I make sure I check out that podcast. Also, check out therealnerdcoalition.com or uh, for your Nerd Coalition merch, or check out Teespring slash The Real Nerd Coalition. As you guys, we can get the Nerd Coalition Studios hoodies and shirts, along with the No Gimmicks Neither hoodies and shirts, along with the Level Up uh, hoodies and shirts, along with the mask. Go out there and fight COVID nineteen, especially with all this this new stuff coming out and everything like that. Y'all gotta go out there and protect yourself. So make sure y'all get yourselves a nerd. Coalition Studios and Level Up uh, Mass to Fight COVID nineteen and check out my man uh, uh, Q Flow on there with the love uh, with the uh, the War Drum album as well along with all the other singles he got as we updating the website. So now that we ain't got all the pleasantries out the way, Prime, it is now time to go over the Royal Rumble new comic book theme. It looks pretty good and uh, actually we we got a six a six person card which honestly the, the the longest matches is going to be the royal rumble matches and roman and kevin owens everything else is going to get you know 10 minutes at, at, at most carmella and sasha don't need to go long the women's tag team don't need to go long and of course drew mcintyre goldberg is not going long <laughs> so that be gonna, i don't think it's going five minutes so you know you're right so we're gonna just talk, we're gonna do this and make sure. Also, you guys are here on Sunday night after the Royal Rumble to catch our live uh, review of the Royal Rumble uh, live review, live reactions, all that great stuff about the Royal Rumble because it's gonna be our first live that we're gonna be doing here on NC Studios. So this is a part of the plan for 2021 of doing all wrestling pay per views. You know, live after the event, so I, I I want I want y'all to stay tuned for all that great stuff. That's what I plan on doing. And once we get more adapted to the live, we can bring you even more live things. But you got to start small, and we're going to start with what else to start with, but other than the Royal Rumble this Sunday. So make sure you guys hit that subscribe button on our channel to make sure you are there to join us live and talk about the Royal Rumble because you know whether it's going to piss us off or make us happy, it's going to be something to talk about. So. All right, so why don't we just get all the pleasantry stuff out the way? 
singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Sasha Banks taking on Carmella. Who you got? Is Car- Carmella going to get win the championship here, or is Sasha Banks going to retain and go into WrestleMania as a champion? I think Banks is going to go into WrestleMania as champion. And she needs to. She needs to. I mean, Reginald has done enough flips and kicks already and looked all pretty and everything like that, but I don't think it's going to be enough to cause. Actually, after seeing what happened on SmackDown, and it looks like it looks like uh, Sasha was all flirting with uh, Reginald, and he like smiled at her when he, he she gave the wine back. I could predict that Reginald turns on Carmella. I don't think he turns on Carmella. I think Sasha just outsmarts him. Oh, you know she can't because you know because he he been playing the fast game with her. So I'm thinking like yeah maybe you know she can do that and then outsmart him. Yeah, sure, why not? I think, you know, I, I think, I think Reginald's going to play a part in it. So whether he, uh, she outsmarts him or he turns on Carmella or accidentally screws over Carmella, you know, because hey, I would mind Reginald with Sasha Banks as a heel because I, my prediction for the Royal Rumble, Sasha needs to be a, a big heel. But right now she's playing the role of a, like a tweener when she's dealing with Carmella. But Sasha's my pick with a Reginald kind of interference. Okay. Okay. Tag team. Sasha's my pick as well. Yep. Tag team matchup player when it comes uh, for the women's tag team championships. Oscar and Charlotte, who are also, well, uh, Charlotte's going to also be in the Royal Rumble, along with Nia J- versus Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, who are also going to be in the Royal Rumble. Uh, I have Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler winning back their tag team championships. Okay. In this matchup, okay. only because Oscar right now has no player to face at WrestleMania, and if my, well, we all we all know it's going to Charlotte, right? Yeah, we we all know that. Yeah, so you gotta get the tag team championships off them now, and SmackDown, you know, has I guess a, a better team lineup, which which really not saying much uh, for the for the women's tag team championships. But like I said. The winner of the Dusty Classic for the women has a shot at them titles, and I do believe you have Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, who's my pick to win, to go up against Shayna Baszler and uh, Nia Jax, whether it be at Elimination Chamber or whether it be at the Takeover, whatever the case may be, and they they win them titles off and up. So I I think they're, they're the transitioning group is more believable to have Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez beat. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, opposed to Charlotte and the women's champion Oscar. Well, I think they're going to do it the typical WWE way. Now, Charlotte and Oscar win at the pay per view with a little bit of tension, but they still win, and then they have the rematch on Raw for the titles, and then they lose. I hate when they do that. You know they're going to do it when they they fight at the pay per view. They have a little tension, but they still win. Then they have the same match the night after, and the tension boils over, and then. You know, they lose. You yeah. know you know they're going to do it. Uh, you know, the reason why I think they're going to do it is because right now, that is like if you're turning somebody immediately heel, kind of doing with the Hurt Business right now. But what I think is because since Charlotte still got something going on with Lacey Evans, there is no blow for that yet. So if she does it, then it's going to be at Elimination Chamber with Lacey Evans or Fastlane just, just to get her out the way. But uh, that's Charlotte. I think Lacey Evans is going to play a part. Also, in them probably losing them tag team titles. Mm, I don't like that. I mean, I don't like it neither. But 
I mean, she got the whole Ric Flair storyline thing going on. Hey, you, you just don't forget about that. Or Lacey Evans uh, and Or you just could. You, I mean, you could. But if if they did stuff like that, then we would have Retribution. <laughs> so who, so you got Oscar and Charlotte winning? Yeah. Shayna and Nia for me. Singles match for the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre taking on Goldberg. Now, let me say something. If Q Flow's listening, I want to. I want you to understand something right now. I'm a Bill Goldberg fan. Bill Goldberg is in my top five wrestlers of all time. So there is no uh, biased uh, Goldberg hate going on here. But Goldberg should not, should not, and I repeat one more time, should not win the WWE Championship. And I'm so scared. Like WWE was, there there was news going around saying WWE is going to, but there there's a, a a finish that is so scary that it's it's making people nervous. And the only thing I can think of that what would do that is if either Goldberg wins, beats Drew McIntyre, then wins the Rumble to go face Roman Reigns, and it's like championship champion at Mania, which would I would throw some at the TV or. Goldberg loses against McIntyre and it goes into the Rumble and then wins the Rumble. So I don't know what the scary ending that the people are nervous about. That it, it, it seems like there is being a huge consideration for it. But as of right now, there is really no point of Drew McIntyre losing the championship. But once again, because right now, I, I really think you're not going to like it. But I think the match at Mania if they can't get Lesnar back, it's going to be Sheamus. And if it ain't Sheamus, it's going to be Keith Lee. And once again, I think Keith Lee returns at the Rumble because I, I think Keith Lee might, might have had COVID. He has been gone for a couple of weeks. They didn't say they, they didn't acknowledge why he was gone. He wasn't injured other than Drew McIntyre had COVID and he was the last person in the match with him. So what do you think uh, necessarily can be the case when it comes to that? When it goes to 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 Keith Lee coming back, well, I'm just, well, I mean, when it comes to McIntyre and Goldberg and how the outcome oh, will be. My bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, obviously, McIntyre will win. I would say they do the typical. You know, we spear. said that about Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens lost. Yeah, we also said that about the Fiend too. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that was that was these people, and these people were in the middle of their white hot run too. So you know, yeah. If they make it three in a row for Goldberg, I think he's probably gonna be the most hated superstar. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm just saying, like they do it three times in a row. Goldberg might be the most hated superstar, like of the of this generation. Exactly. So they would have to go Drew here. Just stop putting him in matches, all right? I mean, no, it's, it's not even about the matches part. It's just that they don't use their... WWE does not use their legends right. It's like this. Do I want to see Sting go up against Kenny Omega for the AEW Championship? No. I mean, if it was Don Callis, maybe they'll probably book that. But I'm just saying, but... No, that's not how you... He don't need to be going for no championship no more. Them days is done. A good match for Goldberg would be him versus Randy Orton. Legend killer. Yeah, because they could put a story around. Yeah, yeah. 
It's like, you know, if you're going to use Goldberg right, and, I mean, for a, le- a legend perspective, first of all, don't come out there and give me a bullshit promo talking about Drew McIntyre don't respect nobody when he was just there the last week respecting all the legends. It made no sense. And I'm like, okay, well, fine. Randy Orton has called himself again the legend killer. He brought that gimmick back. And I'm like, okay, y'all could y'all could have a carryover to the edge thing or the fiend thing, whatever the case may be, and he could come and you could have a match with him and Randy Orton and they could have a decent five minute match. RKO and then Goldberg's done. You you, you, you could book up that legend. Or you can have him go against Matt Riddle. Mm. I don't think they're gonna do that one. It's, I mean that'd be kinda of funny though, but Goldberg don't need to be in here for the championship. Because I don't. The way Drew has been booked for this past year, it would make no sense for him to lose to Goldberg. We also said that about the Fiend, though. This is, this is the, my point. The Fiend was in the middle of his white, hot, fresh, new run, and everybody was intrigued. Yeah, and he lost clean. He oh got to a suplex. Mm. He lost to a not even it wasn't a jackhammer it was a suplex. Are you trying to convince me to go for McIntyre or Goldberg? Because I'm leaving Goldberg the way that you explaining this, bro. I'm scared right now. Okay, I'm scared because look, <sighs> Goldberg has a two match contract this year, and he's already and I, I think they're gonna bump it because. Uh, well, they already did. They already did that kind of like Saudi Arabia show because he can't go to Saudi Arabia. But he's going to be on Russell. He's going to be on a WrestleMania card. There's rumors that he may do John Cena, whatever the case may be. But what's he going to do on that WrestleMania card? Oh, uh, we'll, we'll have to see. That that don't that scare you? We'll have to see. I'm not even trying to. I ain't trying to get scared right now. We'll just see what it what it comes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go McIntyre. I have, I have a, I'm gonna go McIntyre too. I have a scared feeling that Q is gonna just get on us hard because Goldberg will come away with a win. He's gonna troll the shit out of us. I have a feeling too, but uh, I, I don't know. Man. I don't want that, but I'm just like because for some, for some reason Goldberg is the name of Vince. Think like, hey, we could put the belt back on Goldberg and people gonna like it. And see, here's and here's another scary thing. There's no live people there. Mm-mm. They could do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, I mean, I just wish they would have tried to squeeze some people in there because it, it'd still be weird hearing the buzzer go off and ow, that's still a weird experience. We'll, we'll see how they do it. Oh, you know they're gonna you put know, you know they're gonna put the pipe in countdown. Well, yeah, you know, you know, my only gripe is that they changed the stage. That's the only thing I care about. So, yeah. I hope they change the stage. I hope they change the stage. Yeah. I don't know how they gonna look different. It. You don't know how they gonna stay in the, stay in the whole stadium. What do you mean? Because it, it, it looks so can, small from how, how they got it set up. Because they only using like one fourth of the stadium. Mm. Like they can literally, they can literally set up another whole stage on the other side of the stadium. That's how much space they they used. So little. Oh wow! Like it look like a regular arena, don't it? It do. Yes, that's how that's how little they use up the whole 
space that they got. That's what I'm saying. At least with this one, y'all can like, you know, space it out, make it look bigger because y'all got a whole baseball stadium. Mm. Real talk. <laughs> I hope. I really do hope so. All right, Drew McIntyre. This last man standing match: Kevin Owens taking on Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. This should be good. This should be good because of the build that they had for this. This is actually some good build on SmackDown, especially after that intense promo that they had. And I don't know if Jey Uso is going to get involved or not, but I, I do know they want to probably keep Roman Reigns to have that championship until Mania. But still, I, I, okay, okay. I, I, I don't know. There is a possibility Kevin Owens can win this match. There is a possibility, but I say Roman wins and takes it all the way to Mania. Are we get? Are we going to a trip around the uh, around the arena? You think? Uh, like, are we getting? Are we getting a spear on the dugout? <coughs> yeah, they did it last year. Why not? Was it? No, they didn't do it last. They did it, was it yes, last they year? Did. Oh, that yes, was they did year. it last year. Yes. Corey Allen came on to take the bump on the on the uh, dugout. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and the Usos was there to beating them up. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, so I'm just saying, so it's 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 a possibility that they can. All right, yeah, it's a possibility that they can actually take that take that bump again. But I think it's going to be a very entertaining match. Does Jay Uso get involved? Uh, yes, it's a, it's a last man standing. I can see him getting involved in maybe Adam Pierce trying to do something in like. I can, I can see even Jimmy probably getting involved as well. Just to put a new layer on it. Okay. Oh, you know, because he is supposed to be coming back this morning, isn't he? Uh, I don't know when exactly, but I know when he came out there, he was still hurt. That was like a, a couple months ago. Okay. So, yeah. Hmm. Or maybe, huh, I don't know, because he is in a rumble, which, I, 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 you know. Look! Look! I, I, all I'm saying, I'm saying it's it, it's a it's a strong possibility that in uh, I think Kevin Owens will like powerbomb Jay Uso off a of stage or something, or he gonna, he's going to eliminate that threat quick. But then Jimmy Uso comes back and then uh, screws over Kevin Owens. You hit my brother, and then you know he joins the family or Apollo Cruz. We haven't seen Apollo Crews on SmackDown uh, since his last match with, with, with Big E, which was two weeks ago. So we know he talks to Roman Reigns, and we see him on, on Talk Specs. So they're, they're, uh, he he's uh-huh. probably going to be in the Rumble also. However, if, if imagine the heat he'll get for helping out Roman Reigns against Kevin Owens and then going into the Rumble and eliminating Big E. That could be like the full heel turn complete. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see about that one. So, so you say like Apollo comes out? Okay, okay. I say Apollo because you everybody's expecting Jey Uso, and there, there, there's no guarantee that Jimmy's a hundred percent, you know, healthy for it. No guarantee. Okay. Okay, so okay. I'm like to swerve everybody. So say if Kevin Owens takes out the threat of Jay, of Jay, uh, Jay Uso, 
And it's like, well, there's nobody else stopping Kevin Owens from winning. You know, even maybe Adam Pierce may come out and get some heat back, but there's absolutely nobody out there to stop Kevin Owens from winning uh, unless it's Apollo Crews who comes out and screws Kevin Owens over and helps Roman Reigns, like, triple power bomb him off a of stage or something like that, and then helps Roman Reigns up. So I'm just saying. Well, we'll see, because, you know, that they were looking to do the most craziest stuff and try to change it up sometime. But Apollo, I'm going to keep my eyes out open for that one, All right. at least. But I got Roman Reigns retaining. You do too, right? Yeah. Okay. Off the dugout into, like, a table or something. I hope they bring that dugout out because I don't even see no dugout right there. I'm just like, bring out the dugout. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's like, right, it's like there, you know, they, I told you they want to show so much on the little camera angles. They don't show like the other, the other side or nothing, so. Fair. I mean, yeah, like, well, why not? All right. Women's Royal Rumble match. Are you ready for this? Yep, These are the women that are confirmed for that match so far. Uh, hey, oh, I got the wrong one mm-hmm. pulled up because you you mentioned you mentioned last year. I was like, oh yeah, they did that at, at Falls County anyway. All right, so these these are the women: Nia Jax, Charlotte, Bianca Belair, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Peyton Royce, Alexa Bliss, Shayna Baszler, Liv Morgan, mm-hmm. Ruby Riot, Tamina, and Natalya. Real quick, I just want to say Tamina as a spot is a waste of space, but. Oh, 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 peep this. Did, did you hear what the special match is going to be at backstage tomorrow? What? It's going to be Natalia versus Tamina. And the winner gets the number 30 spot in the Rumble. Are you serious? I'm going to say it again so you hear me. At backstage, you're doing a special matchup. Natalia taking on Tamina. And the winner... Gets the number thirty spot. Uh, you know what? Honestly, I want Tamina to win so she can get attacked and somebody else come in at thirty. That's not happening. You know that's not happening. You know that's not happening. Why not? They're not gonna tell nobody for because look, when has number? When was the last time the number thirty entrance in the rumble was special? I'll wait. When was the last time when number three? When was see. the last time Tamina was special? I'll wait on that even longer. Uh, she never, I mean, barely was. But what I'm saying is the number 30 spot, look, 2014, it was Mysterio. Got booed out the building, and it wasn't his fault. To, uh, 2015, who was it, Corporate Kane? Oh, you know, I'm actually going to look this one up. I'm actually going to look, look this thing up when it go all the way back to the Royal Rumble. And we're going to go from... Because uh, 20, 2016 was Triple H, right? Mm-hmm. That was the most special one. Okay. But now, okay, so 2014, yeah. 2014, the Rumble. Oh, my God. And n- number 30 was Rey Mysterio. Okay. He got booed out the building. Tw- 2015, Rumble. The number 30 spot was Dolph Ziggler. Nah, that one was stupid because that's when he was like, "Oh, I'm leaving. I'm leaving for, the, for a little bit, y'all." And then came right back at number thirty. That no, that's hey, when I, that's when Big Show and Corporate Kane was punching out guys and just throwing them over the top rope. Oh gosh! Yes, that that was bad. Number thirty was Triple H in 2016. 
Then 2017, number 30 was uh, Roman Reigns. Remember when he came back? Because uh-huh. uh, after he had that grueling uh, no disqualification for Universal Championship uh, <clears throat> against Kevin, Kevin Owens. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and he came back and uh, was in the Royal Rumble in 2017. And then we got 2018, uh, which is the one in Philly. And number 30 in 2018 was, wait a minute, wait for it, Dolph Ziggler. Uh-huh. That's when Dolph Ziggler had the whole, um, I'm winning the United States Championship, I'm just going to throw it away type thing. That's when he did it. He was number 30 in 2018. And then 2019 Rumble that we had, <clears throat> number 30 was, y- you ready for it? What? Nia Jax. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. It's supposed to be R-Truth, too. Is it, yeah, it, R-Truth, though, man. As much as I love R-Truth, 30, stop it. Okay, so he was he was number 30 in 2019. I think they had won a contest. They, 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 uh, they won a mixed match challenge. That's what happened. Yeah, because Carmella that's was 30. Thinking, yeah. That's why I keep saying, thinking somebody's going to attack Tamita if she gets number 30 because she don't do nothing in the rumble anyway. Like, she gets in there runs at somebody and then they yeah. they took tip the rope and she goes over that's yeah. like 30 seconds so and then Seth Rollins was number 30 last year so when has the number 30 spot ever been that special other than like I said night and there's only one out of those out of since 2014 there's only been one beat up and that was of our truth and Nia Jax came into the spot there's nobody special that's coming to that spot. Because the only people that WWE will use special to take that spot is a legend. And do you want to see a legend come down at 30? Uh, uh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about okay, it. Okay, so, so once again, we're, we're, here at, we're here at the Women's Royal Rumble, okay? So, question is, how, you say you want to pick out some surprises. What surprises are we getting? Uh, I mean, for the women, I can, I can potentially see, like, honestly, I, I can kind of see, like, an AJ. You? Just to throw that out there. This is not going to happen, but I just want to throw that out there. Put it, put some good energy out there. AJ Lee? As an instant yeah, put some, rumble? Put some good energy out there. I mean... I'm all for put, put, put good energy out there, but you just tossed the whole energy bucket out there. You just like, you dropped it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got no good energy left. I mean, all right. If not, AJ, I know this one is going to be kind of, kind of, kind of mean. Not mean, but kind of, you know, off the rails. But for one night only, for the time being, Becky Lynch. One night. There, one there's, night. There's no way Vince is doing one night for Becky Lynch. There's no way. There's he don't, no I mean, look, I'll, look. If you want to, if you want to get her, get her back. If she says, "Look, I'll come one night, and then I'm gonna take a break, and then come back whenever you want me to, whenever I am ready." If I'm Vince, I will take that opportunity. But now if this woman got to take a bump over the, the top rope. You don't have to necessarily take a bone. You can you can go over the rope and then like be on the apron and get punched off and then fall off slow. That's how all the old people do it. 
when they get it eliminated. So and you don't want to see Becky Lynch do that. You don't want to see Look, Becky I just, Lynch do I just, that. I just, I just want, I just want her to say she competed so and so much after she's had a baby. You mean to tell me that award goes to uh, Maria? Of all people, Maria gets that. I just wrestled after five months after having a baby. I mean, look, I want that's, to... all, that's all I just said, just for one night. Like, just one, she don't even gotta be in there long. Just like come in there, punch some people, try to hit the disarmor, and then they kind of chop her and softly toss her out. But is it Becky is a top star? She's not going. They're not going to bring her in there just for like a like a little couple seconds, like to get squashed out. Like, it'd be different if she was retired. No, if she coming back, she coming back back. You know what I'm saying? And it's a possibility she can do that. But I'm thinking like Ronda Rousey. Oh, I I wasn't even thinking her at see, all. Ronda Rousey, that's a that's a one night thing. You can bring back Ronda Rousey. I don't even think she thinking about coming back. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also thinking like uh Okay, ride with me here. Zia Lee. I can see that she was in it last year. Zion Lee was in there last year? Mm-hmm. But, like, this... this she, new... got, she got eliminated by Shayna. Oh, yeah. This, this new Zion Lee, I really think, like, we see that entrance. I think she'd be, like, like number one or two so we can see the whole entrance. And she's in the Rumble. And I'm like... Oh. I, don't, I don't think she'll be one or two just because of her. Not to say that she don't have the cardio, but I think... When the, the women say they're number ones and twos that they to last because that's what they did every year. Had their one and twos last almost the whole match or half the match to to at least number fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Well. I, I okay. Well, I, I I figured you would want to see. They probably want to show off the entrance. So, uh, I, I don't know how that goes. I think I think Zia Lee uh, can can go in there. I do believe Shazi Blackheart is going to get a spot. In there, Shazi is the one that somebody that might come out number one, like because the way that her, like that she can last. Uh huh. So, but as far as like su- surprising entrances, they do kind of like they do the Beth every year, which I love. I love every time she comes out. I'm trying to think of like they do the. I, I think Michelle McCool has been working out, so maybe she might show up. What about the Bellas? I'm down. Even though we don't see them often, I don't know why I'm tired of seeing them. I don't know. It's <laughs> weird. But they just had babies too. Didn't they? Yeah. I mean, Brie, remember Brie Bella came back thick last time. So, I mean, now that's the thing for a one night only. They can come They can come out and just have a spot and then just get eliminated. You, you, can, put the, you can put the Bellas in that category. I can see I can see them trying to put the Bellas in that category. Uh, what about what about WWE? What about WWE legend Alicia Fox? You couldn't say that with a straight face. Because why? Why are she? Why is they get her as a legend? Anyways, um, Mickey James. Mickey, even though she she's like alumni for some reason, Mickey James he's a spy in there. So Mickey James. Well, probably... yeah, well, Mickey James is active though. No, she not. Yes, she is. I mean, I know she's active. She's, no, I'm saying she's like she's on the active roster. They just don't use her like how, like a lot of people are active, and they just 
are just there. They just they just show up every week to just sit in the back. Whew. Well, I think she. I think they put her on tour for a lot of competition because they was like, <laughs> yeah, we don't got nothing for you to wrestle, so you just do competition. All right, so that, that that right there, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with um, Mickey James gonna come out. Oh, okay. okay so I all I I know we're gonna get. I think we're gonna get an iconic reunion for Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Like, please. I can see that, but I think they do the they do the. Ah, right, you got me. You, you eliminated me. They gonna do that. Yeah, but Peyton Royce eliminates Billy Kay. I do. I do believe that that they're gonna come back. You know. You know, become icons again because they're showing all the Billy Cage friendship failures, and then Lacey Evans is with with Ric Flair now. Not even not even about Peyton Royce anymore. So they're like, you know, we 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 fucked up. Just put just put him in. Raquel Gonzalez. What about her? Just to have a spot. Yeah, I can see her coming Ooh, in there. Never mind. To the back, Rhea Ripley. Well, well, yeah, she's been in all of them. I mean, it's 2019 and 2020. She's been in both. All right. Well, yeah. I, I, so is so is Candice. Candice has been in two rumbles as well. Mm. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Raquel Gonzalez, maybe. So, like, I don't like the NXT people. I, I wouldn't be surprised because I think we we know like they don't have enough women. That's what I'm trying to think of. Like surprise people. But yeah, like legends. I, the only, only one I could only one I could truly think of is I like the Becky Lynch idea because I, I think it's going to be like I, I'm back, y'all, and that'll be a good way to come back. But then I'm also looking at um uh when it comes to Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey could be one that comes in there, and I mean, of course, they're probably going to call maybe Michelle McCool because the Undertaker and, and stuff he's been doing. Maybe they maybe they call Tori Wilson like, hey, what you doing, Kelly? Kelly. Now, I'm uh, tired of seeing I'm, Kelly Kelly. You know, I'm honest. tired of seeing Kelly Kelly and Tori Wilson. Not not that I'm tired of seeing them, but I'm trying to see them like just come back and do two moves, and they're not good looking two moves. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I just remember like Gail Kim or something. You know, like you know, Gail Kim ain't living in. Well, yeah, well, yeah, we know that. She know. Gil Kim, you know, bring back, I, I bring back uh, a, a person that's good that probably didn't get the shine in, in the in the audience. Mm. Like, and we know she didn't really have that many moves that didn't really do anything. Bring back Stacy, Keebler. Mm. Yes, I'm good. Did uh, she wrestle? No. Oh, 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 I got one. I just thought of one. Okay. I just how can I how can I forget Melina? Yeah, I I got you to split. She was just there. How can I forget? She's she's active because she uh she was just in NWA like before they closed. So yeah. I was say, yeah, Molina. Yeah, that's my pick. My surprise pick is Molina. Okay, now who's your pick to win it? Because we didn't get to that. Uh, Bianca. Bianca Belair better win this Rumble. Bianca, I was so sure, but see, the last time I was really sure about somebody, they hit the swerve on me. Remember, uh, what was it, last year? Shayna Baszler was supposed to win that Royal Rumble. Yeah, until and, she came out and she was a vampire. And then they, they changed it, and it was just like, Charlotte? It was like, what the fuck? Even though Shayna Baszler got the spot, 
and uh, at WrestleMania against Becky Lynch, I'm just like, no, she should have won that Rumble, not the Elimination Chamber, and that that that, that fucked everything up. But so last time I was at Shore, but I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Wow, I you know what? I totally forgot Shayna Baszler fought Becky at WrestleMania. <laughs> so sorry. Dang, uh, night one. As soon as I was like, dang, she ain't never wrestled at WrestleMania. Then you said she got the spot. I'm like, oh, she did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, Shayna actually, Shayna was a big number 30 when she came out. She's a big game changer when she came out at number 30. Because that was like her like coming to the main roster. I'm telling you right now, Bianca Belair is coming out at number four or five. She gonna be she gonna be one of the marathon ones, and she gonna pull because uh, the women try to break all the records that the men break. That's how W books the thing. So we already had like Bianca Belair come out and do all the eliminations last year and stuff like that. But we well, have she 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 they she don't have to, she they tied so she don't have to break it. Who she tied? Well, she with? does with Shayna Shayna. Her and Shayna had the most in the same night. Oh, okay, yeah. So they tie. So as of right now, the only thing that a woman has not done in the Royal Rumble right now is win from number one or two, or the or or, or the top the, the the top ten numbers. And yeah, with, you 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 are right because I know Natalia, I think has the most time or like fifty five. I think no, Sasha minutes. got the most time. Sasha she Natalia. Sasha, I know Natalia. Uh, Natalia did that in the twenty nineteen Rumble. She lasted like fifty something minutes. Okay, hold on. I'm about to, I'm about to pull it up right now because remember Sasha, uh, she lasted from number one to the end in the very first Rumble. I know, but I'm I'm saying like. So you said la- you said I'm, you said last year or twenty nineteen? I think is when Natalia. Because I remember Michael Cole announcing it like. She's been in this match for over fifty-four minutes, or as he, al- minutes as he always does. Yeah. Okay, Natalia was in the match for fifty-six minutes and one second. So fifty-six oh one. Yeah. Now that was that was the longest time in twenty nineteen. Now twenty eighteen, which was Sasha's first one. We're about to see how long Sasha is. Sasha was in the match uh, for. Okay, she beat her by two minutes. She was in the match for 54 minutes and 46 seconds. Yeah, you know Michael Cole had to make that big announcement every time. <clears throat> yeah, so, but now, <clears throat> excuse me, they got the, the elimination spot. They got the Iron Man spot, but no woman has ever won from one or two. So, I can see, like, after SmackDown, after uh, Bianca Belair had, like, an emotional a moment and cause she beat Bailey she would win the rumble uh, it, I I was confused by that promo I, I, I mean I think she, I, I was like I, I understand she's overwhelmed with excitement she probably excited, excited cause she probably gonna win the rumble but the, the, the way I would do it is you see you see Bailey's face in the ring right I would have Bailey try to screw Bianca over like hey you beat me let's switch numbers or she she uh switches Bianca Belair's number and then Bianca's like number one, and Bailey's like number and Bailey's like number twenty nine or twenty seven, because Bailey knows her history. Twenty seven is, is like the lucky number twenty seven, 
And then Bianca yeah, Belair didn't win from that spot before. So is that so? I, Bianca Belair wins. I, I say Bianca Belair wins by either entering at number one or number two. I'm, I I would want to say that, but you think they're gonna let her do the number two or one two years in a row? But she ain't winning. Oh yeah, you're right. I mean, I say, Natalia has the Iron Man spot, so she has she has the Iron Man spot, but nobody yet because, like I said, they always try to match the men's rumble with the women. So nobody has ever won from the one or number two spot, three, four, or five spot from the Royal Rumble. And Bianca Belair was number two last year. Lesnar was number one, so uh, she only lasted thirty five minutes. And I'm like, that woman is in some serious shape, okay? And I think Bianca Belair can can go the distance of an hour, and e- even if she doesn't go for necessarily an hour, I can I, I can at least see them putting her doing the Kane thing, making her making him come out at number six, and staying all the way to the end. Okay, okay. Well, if not Bianca, then then who else? Uh, I will probably see Alexa Bliss winning. I do not see Alexa Bliss winning this man. You know what? Take that back, because if she do do that dark Alexa shit, because remember there's no fans there, so they can they can have the benefit of doing whatever they want, and she can do some supernatural I, stuff. I, I, was, I just wanted to go all the way through. That would probably ruin the match for me. <laughs> because because she got to get changed. Everybody got got to remember their spot. You know what I'm saying? Like remember how you were, mm-hmm. and, and she goes into like dark Alexa mode, and then. But see that the problem with Dark Alexa mode is she gonna reverse literally like everything. She she's gonna be like Neo from the Matrix. And I'm just gonna be like, all the women coming at you like that and and ain't no, nobody affecting you? No. I don't, I don't know about that. But it's a possibility. So I I'm gonna say Bianca's my number one pick. If not Bianca If Becky Lynch comes back, they may throw it on Becky Lynch. And if it's Tell not man. Huh? To win? To win, yeah. I see, look, yeah, but the, the thing is, I can see Becky coming back. I just don't see her coming back full time right now. That's why I said just this one-time thing, because I, I just know she's a new mom. I don't think she want to just be leaving like that every, you know, every couple of days. So I think she's going to give it a minute, give it a few few months, and then after that, come back. Gotcha. Well, yeah. right, so right now, the, the the one I see win the rumble is is Bianca. There's because yeah, yeah. Sasha needs somebody to wrestle for WrestleMania, and I'm sorry, like Raw, I did. They already got their storyline in the making. So now it's time for the men's Royal Rumble. This one's to me is a little bit harder. So with the men's Royal Rumble, here's who's in the. the actually, we got a pretty all star cast of the men's Royal Rumble. So we got Daniel Bryan, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Otis, The Miz, Jey Uso, Cesaro. Take the All Star out, the Otis. Say what? You take the All Star out, the Otis. I just, I'm sorry. I don't. I'm. I just wish every time he comes out for a main event, he just gets attacked in the back. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't. It's, it's, no. You you know Otis is gonna get that spider in Mania. Uh, Jay Uso, Cesaro, Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura, Big E, John Morrison, mm-hmm. Sheamus, 
Mustafa Ali, Edge, mm-hmm. King Corbin, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, and Braun Strowman. Okay, I, a lot of these people need to get hit in the back before they come back. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm... I mean, I mean, I, I, it's just a lot of people that shit. I just don't want to see Corbin. I don't care about him coming out like the music sound. I don't care about Corbin coming out. I don't care about Dominic Mysterio neither. Yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure they're gonna stick something up for WrestleMania with him and Ray. So I'm sure it's gonna something. It's gonna happen with with them too. But like, oh, just oh, it's it's yeah. I mean, it, 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 I mean, as, as of right now, we got pretty good. We got pretty good names here. So mm-hmm. right now, let's talk about who who surprised everything is going to be in here. I think one. I think we're gonna have some returns. Like right now, names that are not listed, like Keith Lee. I think Keith Lee hopefully should be well enough. Uh, to- uh, uh, real quick, before you even get into that, why was there even a reason to even announce the Strowman thing? Why they couldn't? Why he couldn't just wait a day? I don't know why they did the Strowman thing with SmackDown. Because, see, that scares me. If y'all pulling out all these surprises now, right? Cause look, and they're not, even, they're not even quote-unquote surprises. It's like, we knew oh, sooner or later Braun Strowman's going to be in the Rumble because he hasn't been there. And the Royal Rumble is the, the night of returns. Mm-hmm. So I knew Strowman's going to be in the Rumble. Like, I knew Edge was going to be in the Rumble. But, but like, but they still, they still told us, though. It, yeah, them announcing it is like, come, come watch our network. Come, come watch. I'm like, yeah. I think people are already intrigued on the returns alone to where you don't have to say, come watch. And just let them enjoy the surprise. You know. I mean, I I, I agree with you, and it's bothering me that there are some names that I not even mentioned here. Because first of all, I was like, okay, when Stormer comes back, like, yeah, I knew he was coming back, but it would still be a good pop to see him just start running through people. But they wasted that spot on SmackDown. Uh, what, they going to pipe in the pot? So a big pot, right? Yeah, I mean, well, he got uh, one on SmackDown. Uh, <laughs> then we got Edge coming back, and it's still, we would have piped in that, that big pop also, but it would still have been cool to see Edge come down and then, like, you know, go one-on-one with Randy Orton in the matchup and start beating his ass up. So cool like that. But I think Keith Lee's going to be in there. I think Matt Riddle's going to be in there. Uh. <sighs> I, I, first of all, Keith Lee, yes, Matt Riddle, no. You don't think Matt Riddle going to be in there? Opinion. I don't want him to be in there. Really? Because I'm just saying, if Goldberg makes his way back in there, hey, Matt Riddle, Goldberg spot. <sighs> sure. <laughs> you say, sure. Matt Riddle, back, I'll take a spear from him, bro, but that's it. <laughs> Who else do you see coming in? <sighs> I don't want to say it. But you know what I'm about okay. to say. You know what I'm about to say. Are you going to say CM Punk? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, CM Punk not coming back for this now. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> See, last year or year before last, when it was real heavy, I was like, oh, dang, he might be in it. <laughs> this year I'm like ah uh, whatever man that's like Flair has no Flair could be in it at this point <laughs> bro as so, so much as he's there they could just do Hulk Hogan for a uh, I guess a celebrity spot he come in there 
and then just start knocking down all the guys, and then he take the safest bump out. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I can really see Hulk Hogan coming, at, coming down there, hitting all the black guys, and then somebody eliminate him behind us, and then, you know, and, and then we're done. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. That, I can't believe you just said Hulk. Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying. audacity. Just, just, just to hear the di, 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 I, I, I'm telling you, I'm scared of that. I'm scared of that. I also think John Cena. Oh, okay. I think we get Hollywood John Cena uh, back in the Rumble, and uh, Hollywood. He look like Vince McMahon Cena right now. I don't yeah. know if you seen his latest haircut. Ooh, yeah. Um... He look like Vince, yeah. like for real. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, John Cena. I think John Cena comes back. Uh, wouldn't it be funny if JTG come out there? Uh, I can't see JTG. I don't. I don't. I don't think JTG without Shad was like a a thing though. Like I don't know. But, but he is running off the memory of Shad right there. Yes, I know, but I would I I would like that, but I would just hate Michael Cole every five minutes. He's the partner of Shad Gaspard that passed away. I'm just <laughs> we don't need all that. We don't need all that. You're right. We really don't need all that. Does Brock Lesnar come back? I would I would put, I say yes. I I Brock was on my my list for surprise returns because we haven't seen him in almost a year and. You know, usually he comes back by SummerSlam, and he's been longer than that. I think this is his season. So, so when yeah. do you, when do you think he come? So, who else is on your list to come back? I got Brock. I got Seth Rollins. Oh um, shit! I didn't even think about Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is yeah. also Survivor. So you, you know what? I didn't even think about that. He's been going two months. Yeah, I got Seth Rollins. I got this. Not this. Not a surprise, but Fiend. Yeah, okay. Uh, I can see the fiend. Yeah, and um random one Carlito. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Cuz he, he was supposed to be at Raw the, the quote unquote legends Raw. He wasn't there, so that's why. Just, he wasn't there cuz it, 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 it had nothing for him to do. Uh, he I said he said I'm not going to I'm not going to COVID soup to sit down. Now, if we talk about like legends Jeff Jarrett. Nah, I don't understand. You know okay, Elias you know, and probably uh, Jackson Riker's going to be in there, so I would say... They done did that already, though. They did. They did do that with Jeff Jarrett already. They did it like three weeks in a row. They did it the week after. Like, come on, man. You right. I can, I can see... Huh, I can see it. Hmm... I just had it in my head and it went away, but dang it! All right, who? What kind of do you think that other than Hulk Hogan? What kind of old, older, not older, you know, like nineties type of people do you think they they would try to have come out? Think they try to have Booker T since since the dude nah, singing his song? No, nah, I think Booker T gonna do his performance and call it a day. <laughs> but I'd say Goldberg. You're sticking with this Goldberg thing. I'm scared of this Goldberg thing, dude. 
I'm scared that he loses it. He just enters into the rumble at like 30, like he did 2004. Whew. Okay. It just botched everywhere. Well, you know, I know this. I know this probably won't happen, but like, I'm always in my head really wanted Shawn Michaels to come back for a rumble. No, because it's not a full match. No, I'm sorry. Nah, he's not. He's not coming back. But I'm saying like, that was the only time I think Shawn Michaels could have came back and not had a full match and just get his greatest hits. So, the super kick, some punches, some some uh, knife edge chops. I always wanted him to at least come back one year just to come back just just because, but. And that ain't happening. Um, I had one. I had one in my head, and I just lost it. I was like, "Oh, he he, he gonna get a kick out of this one." And I forgot. I, I automatically forgot who 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 the hell I'm thinking about. Oh, uh, uh, wait, hold on. Damn, who is it? Who is it? I can't. Th- How about Velveteen Dream? I was talking about that earlier with, with my cousin. I was like, they didn't slip everything else under the rug. And he ain't been there. Like, <laughs> I mean, you got. I they, mean, look, they can control the outcome when he come out. You may see the people on the on the screen, uh, you know, booing and stuff like that. But I mean, hell, y'all got Trump in the Hall of Fame, so I'm guessing they can see that under the rug. Have Velveteen Dream come out to all these cheers, like, oh my God, it's Velveteen Dream, and you know, he come out there and just do do his thing. And because uh, I haven't seen Velveteen Dream in a while, so. I mean, I don't want. To, I don't need to see any undisputed era member. I don't need to see Finn Balor. I don't need. To, I don't need to see Dexter Loomis. I'm just saying, if you want to do something like that, do Velveteen Dream. Do uh. I, I would like a Walter to come out. See, I, I would have said Walter if he didn't get like straight squash at Survivor Series. Yeah, they, yeah, well, yeah. And they kind of turned me off to Walter a little bit. I was like, yeah, you, you, you recognize after that he, he had to like go away and like, like, like. Absolutely make the heart go fonder. So I'm like, yeah. That ain't his fault. That is that is not his fault. Vince was like, who was this you know guy? What? I'm going. I'm going out on the limb. I'm going out on the limb right here. You ready for this? What? Pat McAfee. I was thinking that too. Pat McAfee. I I can see Pat McAfee coming in there, and as good as he did, like they just give him a little Royal Rumble spot. You know, I could definitely see that. I don't see him doing anything like quote unquote much like all that much but I can see him coming out and I can see him like getting not eliminating nobody but I can see him like kind of having a quote unquote dream like sequence with like two people I can see like AJ Styles comes in there he tries to close line AJ takes a big late kick or something oh, and then maybe he said what you also got the I also had I'll, I'll let you finish, but I have, I have one more return. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I just think him, he can come in there and do like two or three sequences and then kind of somehow get on top and, and do the swan time or do the punt kick or whatever. And then as soon as he do his move, he gets eliminated. Mm. But who, who are you thinking? Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah. Samoa Joe. I don't know, but Joe, Joe, if you Joe, I don't know. I would want him to, but I feel like he's not ready for like weekly competition, and that's where I want Joe. Like, I, I, I was, like what happened to him? He's so, he's so commentary. I think I know he whatever happened to him. 
he was out with his leg or something. And then, like, he had hurt his wrist because he was wearing a cast while on commentary. But now he look cool. And I'm just like, y'all just like him now. Oh, he probably, he probably is cool now, but, you know, they wait on a perfect time. Like, remember when he was on commentary? And then, like, AOP beat him up, and the next one he was just back weekly. Yeah. And then he got injured again, so... You know, the adult Joe was already beat up before he came to WWE. It's like now he now he's here. He's like just falling apart. <laughs> you round that one. So now I think he's been injured more times than he has been like well. That, that's fair. So now who wins? Um, that is actually very difficult. The men's is more difficult than the women's to me. Do, do, do you think Daniel Bryan? But see, since Daniel no. Bryan has been booking a lot of the shows, he's been putting a lot of guys over. And I can see Daniel Bryan, like, I've already been the main event of WrestleMania. I don't need to be there again. Why don't we book somebody else? I don't see Daniel Bryan winning. I don't see Shinsuke winning again. Cause I was thinking about Shinsuke. I was thinking about Shinsuke, but I don't see him winning again either. I don't see Cesaro winning, but uh, if Brock comes back, I can see him winning. And unfortunately, you know screw fighting. this, Jones. Unf- un- Big E win the Rumble. No, I don't think he's gonna win the Rumble. Bobby, I don't think I don't. I don't the only reason I personally don't think he's gonna win the Rumble is because. Usually, the people that's going to win the Rumble, they have like a little boost ahead of them. Biggie does have a little boost, but I don't think he has that. They're not giving him that boost, at least not yet. Like, come elimination chamber, Biggie could be like crazy championship material, championship over. But now I don't, I don't see him having that little boost. It's, I don't even know what it is. I think sometimes you can tell the people who they, who they want to pick and choose to get a little push around the rumble time. Biggie has a push. I don't think he has that little rumble push. I got you. But he is gonna he is gonna come in there and be in the rumble for like 15, 20 minutes. I think he will be in there longer. I think he may be in there thirty minutes. Yeah. Even thirty. We, we, yeah, I can see that. I can see <laughs> what a big E and Iron Earl Kofi takes over for the Kofi spot this shit. I can see that too. I could also, or you know, I think he may get okay. Uh, if it, what about Bobby Lashley? Um, if we don't get our Brock Lesnar match, hmm. If if Brock is in there, I can see them two having a little slug race in the in the in the rumble. Um. I'm trying to think of somebody out the box, like shit. Bobby is out the box, <laughs> okay? Because uh, uh, yes, Bobby, Bobby's out the box. Yes, Bobby. Because yeah. you can have Riddle take the the you the United States Championship, and then you can have Bobby with, go for McIntyre and actually win that WWE Championship and uh, bring that to the hurt business. Okay. And then you know, spank the fuck out of Cedric because he's acting a fucking fool right now. Uh, what about the Fiend? See, every time the Fiend gets a big thing like like win or something like that, and they and they put a championship on him, 
they they just like take it off of him. And I'm like, right now, I think the Fiend is going to be. Uh, I I really think they built to this Fiend and Randy Orton thing at WrestleMania because I don't even know if they're still going to do Randy and Edge. Oh yeah, nah. I think they they are far away from that. They got Edge got to find somebody new in the Rumble fight. To, like, to like, like, seriously, Edge got to do something different in the Rumble. I'm like the Orton Edge thing. I'm just like, if you take a hard turn away from that, because you're already on the Bray Wyatt thing, it's just like, I I don't know what they're gonna do with that. See, I you know the little Rumble push I was talking about earlier. I wish that they gave it to Keith Lee. And I wish Keith. You know Lee what? Can Keith Lee can come come back in his winners, John. Keith Lee can come he, back and win this thing. He he can, but I would want him to fight Roman, not Drew, because of how good he did at Survivor Series and and all the stuff that he did after that, like NXT too. Like he's a double champion and all that. Look, and now people kind of overlook it. Daniel Bryan said on SmackDown that the winner can challenge whatever championship they want to. Keith Lee can have a fresh start on SmackDown. You can bring Keith Lee. He can win the Rumble, go over on SmackDown. Is he the general manager now? No, but he, he, he had, had a promo. You don't still add a Pierce to Sonya Deville. I'm saying, but uh, he had a promo. And Sonya Deville is a manager? She she is doing general manager stuff on SmackDown with her platinum suit. Oh, you know what? She's a good choice, too. Sonya Deville would have been a great choice to be in the Rumble to, to come after Mandy Rose, but they spoil her comeback. Yeah, yeah. They spoiled her. I don't even think she goes after Mandy Rose at all. They, they kind of, then they just brushed under the rug and they just stare at each other Who and don't touch. That's a pretty big pile of that rug. I'll tell you that right now. Somebody just walked out, poofing out. They can't fit. a lot of dust under there. Oh, so they can't fit shit else under that rug. But, uh, so... I, I'm thinking like you could do Keith Lee and Keith Lee comes over to SmackDown and you can do Keith Lee taking on Roman Reigns for for the, uh, the Universal Championship and that way Keith Lee is not lost in the song. I think he kind of they kind of messed him up on Raw. They, they messed him up. And I'm like you could just have you could just put have a way of Keith Lee going over to SmackDown because right now why why do a triple threat of Keith Lee, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre at, at, at WrestleMania or if Brock not come back a triple threat of Brock and Drew and stuff like we've seen all this already. Keith lost clean to Drew. Keith beat Sheamus clean. It's like we've seen all this, but like him and Roman when they actually had the history at the at Survivor Series, you could play off that a lot. And that that would be a money match right there. I like you know what? Daniel Bryan is my first pick. Keith Lee is my second pick. Big E is my surprise pick. And okay. then uh if uh then my WWE booking pick <laughs> in the, of how WWE would just probably just go do things as Goldberg. Okay. Um, my my WWE pick would be Brock. Then, okay. I really just really think they're like he hasn't been here, and you know he's our our go getter when it comes to stuff like that. If he comes back, yeah. Well, you know, if he comes back, yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, you know Brock would be what two time Rumble winner. What he 
when he's the bank winner. Like, Brock has done some crazy stuff in the, in the past year or two. Yeah, Brock got a resume. I never, never thought this man would have won money in the bank. N- never. Uh, but, yeah, I, I would say maybe Brock and then for just a regular pick, I would like Keith Lee. But, like, I don't, like, I was just talking about a rumble push. I wish he had something. Um, I can't see Daniel Bryan winning because of his current character. That's just me personally. And you know what? I forgot a return, uh, Almas as well. Yes, Andrade, Andrade, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if he, I think he can return, if they do it right, he can return straight to the main event. Not into the main event, but as a as a serious top competitor. I agree. Um. So yeah, what what we'll, we'll just see where they where they pick and choose the the place these people at. But if Goldberg wins, or if, if Goldberg would beats Drew and enters the Rumble and wins it, or if he beats Drew, or if he wins the Rumble, or one or the other, y'all probably won't be seeing me on the review. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Look, y'all, look, we got to go live for the fans, bro. We got to go live for the fans. And if Hulk Hogan is in this rumble, y'all might not see me. <laughs> yeah, you got to get your H phone, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, if he, I was like, I'll watch Raw, but if, he, if he's the first thing I see, <laughs> I'm done. And they ain't let you down. <laughs> they ain't uh, let you down. Uh, on cue, um, it was on cue. <laughs> So, all right, guys. So that's why we're up with predictions. If you listen to us on YouTube, you guys can post down in the comments down below who you think is going to win the Royal Rumble. Hit the like button if you guys enjoyed this video. Hit the subscribe button for more of the No Gimmick the snippets right here on YouTube. But as you listen to us on the regular podcast, we are moving on. Well, we didn't have much planned for the podcast this week as there was not as as many news, but um. I, uh, prime time had to go, so unfortunately, I'm, I'm here, just rock out the rest of the podcast to myself, and there was only two more things that I wanted to talk to you about, and one of the things was that Brody Lee's wife came out and, uh, talked about, uh, the last couple months, or, yeah, of weeks of, of Brody Lee's life, and the hell that she had to go through, Amanda Herbert came out and said that thing, so fun fact, um, prime time. Uh, his his aunt works in the Mayo Clinic down in Florida because he's down there in Florida, stuff like that. So we got first details about Brody Lee's condition and what was going on before it was even made public. And I was like, well, we're not even going to reveal any of that kind of news or anything on this podcast and stuff like that. That's privacy and stuff like that. But um, his wife finally came out, and I'm going to read uh. uh some of the heartbreaking stuff that happened because I was like, just like everybody else, we last time we seen him was in the dark, the, the dog collar match. And she said, Brody first noticed that something was wrong in October when he couldn't finish his workouts on his, uh, on his bike, you know, the exercise bike, the shortest of breath he was experiencing was alarming. And I know you get that with COVID-19 cause I've had COVID-19 and he said, uh, he was immediately concerned, but he didn't have any uh, other uh, obvious symptoms. Within a few days, he developed a high fever, but he tested negative for COVID. So 
You're like, what's going on? He was eventually hospitalized and diagnosed with bronchitis and allergies. That I have severe allergies, and I know how bad severe allergies can be. And my my sister uh, has bronchitis. <clears throat> I know how severe that can be as well. But that she goes on to say, but it felt more like uh, pneumonia. My grandmother had that. The fever went away, but his oxygen level severely dropped to the point where he was placed on oxygen machine by Halloween. He needed to be moved to another hospital. And that's when, uh, they decided to go to the, the Mayo clinic, which is the one down in Jacksonville, Florida, where, you know, um, <clears throat> that's how he, we got to know certain things. Um, she, she says here that every COVID test came back negative to the point where I was like, can we just get a positive one? Like that is, uh, cause at least with that, you can get an answer. Just so we can have a fucking answer. That's what that's what she said right there. It was like, what is this? So not a hundred percent sure because I actually don't have the autopsy report yet. But I believe the official diagnosis was uh, I uh, idiopathic flammatory fluorosis. I don't. I, I can't speak the medical jargon. So please forgive me for botching, which I definitely did that whole thing, which literally means that his lungs uh, scarred uh, scarred up. And the uh, idiopathic part means that they don't fucking know why. Mm. They don't know what happened to his lungs, but they but they know his lungs were just completely scarred over. They think whatever fever he had was his body fighting off whatever infection was in his lungs. The problem is is that his body doing that high fever. Had uh, he had for a couple of days basically attacked his lungs, his lung tissue, and just scarred it over. Mm. Yes, yeah, that's what I'd be fearing about also with this COVID thing right here. Like, I don't even know how bad some people's lungs, my, my lungs or my wife's lungs, are just scarred over. So, by the time we were in the hospital, there was no infection, everything was already out of his system, but the leftover scar tissue was there. So, on x rays and scans, your lungs are supposed to be I, be I I believe totally black on the scan and his were completely white they were completely scarred over so that's why they put him on the ECMO as a chance to have his body rest and not use his lungs and let his lungs just try to and heal and that was the hope but obviously that didn't happen so uh, she also wants to say they said <clears throat> they said you know uh, the condition was go back uh, back and forth. The condition went back and forth between improving and declining, but there from there, but things got a lot worse after a panic attack in late November. Now I know what led to the panic attack, leading to a, a urgent decision regarding a lung transplant. A new infection in his lungs then appeared by mid December, and that's when the battle became hopeless oh my god that's just horrible news she goes on to say they said what it was it's a really super common bacteria that is just everywhere but because he was so uh in what's the saying here immune compromise uh immune immune compromise uh, and in such terrible shape that the bacteria had grown and his lungs were just like he was fucked. 
It reached a point where his lung transplant was no longer a viable option. On Christmas Eve, she was notified that his heart and kidneys were failing. It was time uh, for it. It was time for end of life care. She asked Big E and Cody Rose to be there when she broke the tragic news to her son, Brody Jr. That's just, mm, that's heartbreaking. I can't even imagine. And she goes on to say, I have been very close with Cody throughout this whole process. And Brody Lee Jr., his best friend in the whole world since he was like two years old, is Big E from WWE. So I called them both. I think Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I want you guys to be with me when we tell Brody, uh, tell Brody because I wanted him to be safe. That was the worst part of all of this is telling your eight year old like hey your favorite person in the world your hero yeah he's gonna die today like how do you crush somebody <laughs> mm. and it's just broadly passed uh it passed on december 26th and um that's heartbreaking it really is heartbreaking and I have kids too and I can I, I can't imagine that I would break that news to a kid that age that their favorite person in the world or who they look up to the most their dad is not coming back home especially for Christmas the holidays with all this shit going on in the world man you know you don't need that you don't need that and it's hard. It, it it's <clears throat> it's the it's the it's a, it's a parent's worst nightmare. I never want to do do that to my kids. You know, I you know I, I don't want my wife to have to do that to to my kids with me neither. You know, what I'm saying you always hope you can live long lives, and then you know by the time you die, your kids can be old enough to be able to you know be sad but accepted and be you know established as adults, but not not eight. And I'm glad you know because uh. Cody and Big E, I've heard that Brody has had some close relationships to those men. And Big E has just, you know, shown his support and love for uh, Brody Lee and done all the tributes in the world, what WWE doesn't do. But he will go out there and make sure you do not forget this man's name. And Cody as well, too, especially you could tell by on the tribute show. And, man, that that, that right there is just so heartbreaking. You know, it's, you don't want to, uh, you don't want to deal with, you know, that kind of stuff, but, um, it hurts, man. And I, 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 I wanted to read that cause I was like, man, cause, uh, I remember probably was telling me, yo, it's not, you can't tell me much because there's a, a law. You can't share personal stuff. You know, saying with, with patient stuff like that, but with, with his people being uh, working in the uh, Mayo Clinic, I was just like, "Wow, that's some that's some stu- crazy stuff right there." But I was like, "Well, he posted to see if it's true, and what ca- came out of what she had uh, shared, you know, is um, it's true, and it's it's just so it's just so so damn heartbreaking." Even though I, I said that over and over again, and it's not, it's not like a, it's not like a uh, uh, a broken record over and over again 
<laughs> Excuse me. And uh, there's a just imagine like Big E <coughs> and Cody having to be there with that boy and let him know that his dad is dead or is going to die, you know. And because uh, he didn't die yet, but it was Christmas Eve, so that like there, there's nothing else we can do. We're trying everything in the world. We can give you the best thing that we can, but you know, uh, it said that uh, on December 26th, the day Brody passed, Cody, Biggie, Sean Spears, Tyler Breeze, Peyton Royce, and the AEW legal team came to say their goodbyes. Amanda, Biggie, and Cody later talked to Brody Jr. about his father's passing, and. Mm, it's amazing how close, you know, it's good to, you know, it's good that she was able to call some of his close friends, you know, f- uh, with that. It, it, it was good that, she, that, you know, she had some, she had some place to turn to, you know, because a lot of times when, you, when, when you're in certain businesses and popular, you know, good friends are hard to come by. Good friends are hard to come by. And, I'm glad Cody and Big E was there for her and there for his son. And I know they're going to continue being there. It's kind of like, you know, when we lost Kobe Bryant. And it's just like, oh, my God, who's going to be there for them girls? You know what I'm saying? Because they, they need somebody, you know, like like Pal Casal has stepped up tremendously. Like, you know, it's just like, you feel like it's your duty. That was truly your friend. You know what I'm saying? Truly close friend of yours. If that was truly your friend. Then that's something that, that you you will go out and help out and do, and uh, it was just heartbreaking reading that. But I wanted to you know go over that you know uh, on the podcast a little bit to, 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 just to you know to, just to talk about it and reiterate what's going on. I was like, man, God bless them. You know, what I'm saying I, I, I God bless Tony Khan for what he's been doing on AW and the, the tribute show that they gave Brody Lee excellent tribute show and they can continue to put negative one and he's living out his dream because he loves wrestling and he's living out his dream and doing all this kind of stuff that uh he got to see his dad do and i like that i like that i i i admire that because i'm gonna say doing that okay and like they, they signed to like a contract so if he really does want to wrestle you know say it's there for him but they're supporting the family and there's always always constant love right there because the kid's eight years old I like to, I uh I am blessed to still have both my parents, but I remember uh I was more closer to my grandfather when I was younger than my dad, and I remember when my grandfather died when I was eight years old, and the world is done. There's nothing else that matters in this world when you when you lose somebody like you're that close to. Nothing else matters, but when you have that support, it takes a village. It really does, especially. Well, people who have kids, they understand it takes a village. It really does. That that uh, expression is not just there for just to be there. No, it does really take a village. So, uh, once again, may Brody Lee rest in peace and continue being there for the family because they're going to need it. They're going to need especially going through 2021 without him. Okay, I'm not too much going too much of the second thing because I was just like, all that was is was about this Ryback and Mark Henry stuff, and I was like, I don't even want to get into it because you know, 
Ryback is Ryback, and Ryback doing all this other stuff, and him and Mark Henry having this beef that to me is kind of pointless. So, but um, we, me and Prime recorded Wednesday Night War. We always put the Wednesday Night War in our podcast. So make sure you guys check out the Wednesday Night War, and I'll come back and close out the show. All right, so now getting into the Wednesday Night War. Going on, guys. Welcome back to the Wednesday Night War. Here, back we're back here on video format uh, this week. Uh, me and not DSNs, but prime time. What's going on, y'all? It's me, the TRIME. Yeah, so guys, say hey, look. Uh, I know we got a lot of war, Royal Rumble things coming up for you guys, and our first live stream of the Royal Rumble coming this Sunday. So make sure you guys are subscribed to check that stuff out. But right now, it's the Wednesday Night War. We still got Dusty Classes up to go through. We still got the build up, the whole Shaq and Cody confrontation, sort of, uh, geared up for a beach, beach break in winter and Re- Revolution in uh, March. So, got a lot of stuff to talk about there. So, let's go right on into uh, NXT uh, this week. So, uh, NXT starts out with. Uh, <clears throat> The Dusty Rose, we're in, we're in the, quarter, the quarterfinals right now. Uh, and we got MSK taking on Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. So off the back, uh, I thought it was okay. I, 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 I'm still not necessarily sold on the, uh, the uh, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick uh, thing yet. I don't know if you are or not, but uh, I was like, Killian Dane needs to be doing something much better, better than it. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Killian Dane uses Drake Maverick. As a, a battering ram at times, you know, just little small man, big man things. But I don't, re- I, I'm still having trouble understanding, uh, knowing both names of MSK. Who's the black one? I don't know the WWE names. WWE but name? I know it was a, uh, dang, I kind of Zach, Zachary Wentz and Desmond, uh, Desmond uh, Xavier. Oh, oh, okay. Was it? Oh, the W is Nash Carter and Wesley. Terrible names. Terrible names. Well, I don't know which one is which, but uh, you know what? A name that's more terrible, which I don't know why they changed, was Priscilla Kelly. They changed her name to like Gigi Dolan. That does not sound like a championship name at all. But I used to to think I used to think Caden Carter was bad, but (laughs) you know. I've seen, I, I've seen worse. Uh, so, like I said, I, I, MSK, Drake Maverick's down. Uh, so, they do the taxi move of the push back flip, the, put, the push moonsault, where uh, one will go for the moonsault, other one pushes them over to them to get the pinfall. Thought that was good. Uh, but then, uh, meanwhile, uh, Carter dives off the top ropes. I think Carter is the black one. And then, uh, I hate to do it that I hate to do it that way, though. But Maverick try, tries to uh, roll up, but uh, Ma- Maverick tag. What? What? The, I, I, it's try, it's hard for me. Please forgive me for sounding stupid, but I don't remember these guys. I'm trying to figure out which one it is. So I don't want to say black. I don't want to keep saying black and white. I really don't want to do that. But um, they end up hitting the spinebuster blockbuster to get the win here. So MSK is moving on, and they are going to face the winners of Lucha House Party and Legado Del Fantasma, which I do think is going to be Lucha House Party, which I have MSK advancing into, like, like the Final Four type thing. So, And uh, update on the other other member went back to Impact, by the way. Who went back to Impact? The other member of this group, of the Rascals, went back Uh, to Impact. Oh, so this is dumb as a tag, so they broke up the group. 
Well, no, they were supposed to all come together, but he, I guess, was weighing his options, and he went back to Impact. Oh. Guess the dude's own thing. Okay, well. Yeah. All right, well, Well, at least we got a tag team out of it, I guess. Uh, We have uh, Kurt Stein has a sit-down interview, which I still don't even know who to... Oh, first of all, only lurking at Dave Burke show up at the arena. But then we get Kurt Stein with a sit-down interview with, with, with uh, Mackenzie. She asked, what makes him special? And uh, he said, have you ever d- driven 19 hours by herself? And she has not. Well, he has driven from state to state across the country. And one night he was driving alone a dirt road, nothing around him but tumbleweeds. He looked up and saw a sea of stars that he knew. He was cut. Kurt, the Lone Star Stallion. So oh, my God. South Carolina? Say what? Is he from South Carolina? I don't know, but I was just like, so this, that is the best story y'all got to push this man high up to, to face the Cruiserweight champion? Like, really? Not sold on him whatsoever. Same thing they did with Cameron Grimes. They just told him to say, I'm going to the moon. That was but it. Cameron Grimes is entertaining, though. This guy is... Is he? <laughs> I know you don't like Cameron Grimes, but he is actually entertaining. He's actually, he's actually entertaining. Uh... Next matchup we get is Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez taking on Aaliyah and Jesse. Uh, what's the name? Jesse Kamea. It's Jesse Kamea. From I was like, whatever happened to the Robert Stone brand? Wasn't Mercedes Martinez supposed to be a part of this? And that that just fell apart. Well, she went. She was. She was reckoning. I mean, uh, chatter or whatever they keep from you know from. Yeah. Uh, and then she just came back and just like we just forgot all about it. So I was like, okay, well. The only thing good about this Robert Stone brand when it comes to Leah and Jesse was their attire look fire uh-huh. tonight. But Raquel Gonzalez is just hot. She goes and she put and she hits uh uh Jesse with a uh a hard clothesline, then does the uh one arm power bomb and wins the matchup. This is my team. So this is the the Shawn Michaels and Diesel of the women, and I think. They're the ones that's going to win the the, 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 the classic. I mean, I obviously do a lot of mixed teams here, but I think that's, that's what, they're one of the more actually legit teams. At first, I thought Ever Moon and Shashi Blackheart, but I really think it's going to go to go go to those two. Then they get to, they get to shot the tag team titles because I know we say that she's going to probably be the one to go up against Io Shirai for the belt, but I don't even know if Io going to have that belt at that time. But I saw that she's going to get a championship match this year. I didn't they gonna give the, I didn't they gonna put the uh the the W te- I didn't gonna put the women's tag team championships on Dakota Kai and uh Raquel Gonzalez. What do you think? I don't know. I really don't know how they would work that out. Uh I mean usually anybody else I would say sure, but like you got two main you got the women's champion as the one of the champions and then like your greatest ever women's superstar. As the as the other one, so I, I don't know how they would necessarily book that. Uh huh. I mean, it's a roll up, or you got lucky, of course, but I don't know how that would make Charlotte or Oscar look. You know, I don't. Know. I don't even know if Charlotte not going to have it past this Sunday, but we'll get into predictions when, <laughs> yeah. we, do our, when we do our Rumble podcast. Uh, Later this week, the way is backstage, and he talked, you know, Austin Theory and then Gorgano hates to even bring up the name uh, Koshida and don't even talk about him. Uh, then, then we get uh, a whole video of Scarlet Red tarot cards looking very cryptic, scary, and sexy all at the same time Mm-mm. about Karen Cross killing everyone. And uh, 
we get we go on to our next match. We get Tyler Russ with Michael Bill taking on Rios. So remember last week I asked you what happened to Michael Bivens' tag team? Yeah, I think they were on uh something. I don't know what. So I found out what happened to those native guys. What happened? They took a picture and spoiled the Keith Lee, Adam Cole outcome, the Great American Bash on on social media. Mm, okay. They ain't been on TV since. They they was like it's from everything away. So yeah, they they was I thought they, they were just they were just on uh I don't know what this event was called. It was on TV though, like oh, yeah. oh oh yeah, they, 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 just, they just came back for that Saudi Arabia thing, which we'll, we'll probably talk about that on the podcast if you want to. But, no, uh, I didn't see it. it <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'll probably, for, for the people out there, I may check it out, but they um. When you it. The, the, they they just came back for that show, but before that they they've been punished for when Keith Lee won the, the double champion at Great American Bash. That was oh, yeah. last. They should be they should be fired. Yeah, and they they spoiled the outcome of the match. Put on social media, they had her her deleted, so we ain't seen them since. So nah, they should they sh- they should be completely fired, not just taken off the TV. They should have been fired for that because that was a big moment. That was a big moment. I agree with you, but you know, Velveteen Dream still got a job, so his <laughs> was allegedly. You know. <laughs> <laughs> his was yeah, allegedly. I, I guess you know, say what well, ain't what the fans are saying. Um, we get uh, so Tyler Russ is a beating Rios, and then uh, so him and Malcolm, you know, Bivens taking a picture in the crowd. Up next, we get we're back at the quarterfinals. The Grizzly Young Vets taking on Leon Ruff and Koshida. I don't know. I know you keep saying like you know that there's Balor and uh, O'Reilly, and then there's uh, Champa and Thatcher and uh, Undisputed Era. I don't know something about the Grizzly Young Vets is sticking with me. They didn't go to the finals last year. Yeah, so uh, so it's something about them. Like, cause I think that they want to push a legit tag team right now, and I really think it may end up being MSK taking on uh, the Grizzly Young Vets. I'm not necessarily sure, but oh. okay. Yeah, so I, I, I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stick to that. But but for right now, uh, the, the, the match is pretty good. I, I I knew they didn't have a chance in hell. There was a point Leon Ruff was sitting there going off, and he was you know do, diving through the ropes and jumping off the top rope and everything like that. He, he goes and tries. He does his little uh, ricochet back into the ring. I think out of Kyle O'Reilly and John Moxley's uh, ricochet back into the ring, he has the second best one because I hate Kyle O'Reilly with the bottom rope. I don't like that at all. Uh, Moxley's is cool because I, I believe Moxley's more. But Leon, I was like, oh, it looks kind of cool. That's one that he can do good because other than that, he tries to go for. You know what? I don't think he has he been there since he's been Moxley. Uh... He, he really has it since he's been Moxley. Yeah, because he said that's stupid. That's why. <laughs> uh, I didn't like it that much when he did it either. I, I liked it once in a while, but he just kept doing it every single match. I probably was like a Vince thing. Like, you can have a two second match, just make sure you do the little bounce thing. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're probably right on that one. Uh, we get uh, Rough goes to, to the top for a swan time, but misses, which. We've seen, I've been seeing a lot of Miss Swantons tonight <laughs> for some reason in wrestling. And uh, I, I swear I've seen like three. Uh, then uh, after after he misses uh, the Swanton, 
Drake kicks off Kushida off the apron, and they hit the uh, ticket to mayhem on Ruff and win the matchup. So the Grizzly Young Vets uh, go on, and they're going to face the winners of Undisputed Era or Choppa and Thatcher. Now, what I'm saying is, Undisputed Era, you're not going to have them go but, but so far, especially if you got Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly in there. Then uh, Timothy Thatcher and Choppa, they are a team, but they're not they still kind of rivals here, and and then you gotta think about it. They gotta had a blow off. One has one a chopper one at the takeover, and then you had that's one at the, at the fight pit. So they gotta have a blow off. So I, that's why I said I don't. That's why that's why I truly think it's either going. It's the finals is going to be Grizzly Young Vets and MSK. That's that's how I feel like this thing is going to happen. Well, I think um, at least as far as next week is concerned, undisputed there and Thatcher and Chopper. You can easily have uh, the tag team champions interfere in that match and, and cost Undisputed Era the match. Yeah, at the with what we see later on tonight. Um, so, uh, oh man, I forgot to. Uh, oh, after the match, here comes the way. John Gargano comes down and beats up Koshida and Leon Ruff. Uh, also, there's holding Leon Ruff from the outside while John Gargano gives. Um, Koshida the one final beat, and then behind uh, Austin Theory is Dexter Loomis staring him down, and then he kind of runs off, but he kind of stare, he just stare each other down, and then they just walk off. Then we come back from commercial break, and then we get cursed Stallion is down, uh, and the referee trying to check on him. When Rico appears, like what what happened to Stallion because he's supposed to have a championship match tonight, and then but uh, he said he said it, it was Legato Del Fantasma. And Regal tried to confront uh, them about what happened. It hurt. And he said if he ends up hurt again, he'll be stripped of the title and uh, legal uh, Regal leaves. So Tony Storm comes to the ring, takes the microphone, says that she is going to do something that, that, that she won the first ever May Young Classic. So she's going to beat. I'm going to just tell you real quick. Yeah. I was watching AEW at this time and I seen so many Twitter posts. I was like, I might have to switch over to NXT right now. Oh, about that cake back there? Yeah, it was, I was like, bro, y'all are going crazy. I might, I gotta see. What's, what's, what's yeah, up? yeah, she, yeah, she was, sh- she was showing it tonight. She was showing it tonight. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, uh, Tony Storm says that she wants to hurt and wants to ruin and wants to take Io Shirai's championship. Io Shirai comes down and stares her down. And says, you know, she don't like her. And then they just start end up brawling. But then here comes Mercedes Martinez. Uh, you think she's going to probably help out Tony Storm because they were partners for the women's uh, match. But that's not the case. She just throws out Tony Storm. But then Io Shirai fights back. And then she takes out Mercedes Martinez. And Tony Storm pulls her out the ring from avoiding the moonsault, but knocks her on the apron. So, uh, you know, it looks like they could be building up to a uh, triple threat matchup. Yeah, triple threat match would be. Mm, I, I wasn't going to say different, but the last triple threat they had was EO, uh, Rhea, and Charlotte. So maybe they could do another triple threat. Mm-hmm. Or change it up, have a triple threat, but change the rules, have like a elimination or something. Yeah. Uh, who knows? That, that could work too. Isaiah Squirt Scott backstage talking about his anger issues, and he says, everybody puts the finger at me for being angry, uh, which what's which, which new for us. Uh, then it comes to Imperium, we get a Imperium package because uh, Imperium is about to come back strong. I think Walter is probably back into the states. 
uh, you know, Walter is also very close to passing Pete Dunn's record. Walter's mm. at like 600 in like 30 something days. As a champion. Yes, maybe 360. I mean, 800 and 660. So, yeah, over two years. I got you. Yeah. Pete right. Dunn had it for 685. Mm. He's catching up. All right. Uh, Unspeed Eric says, once again, said they're going to be two-time Dusty Class champions. I doubt it. Swerve taking on Bronson Reed. I thought this was kind of good big man, little man match. Swerve tried to do all his his, his uh, speed moves, but Bronson just like pushed him out the way when he tried to go for a springboard flatliner. I thought that was great. But then he, he takes him and he gives him a diving arm bar, then goes, uh, gives him the uh, last call, and then goes for a 450, but Bronson Reed still kicks out. Then he goes and gives him a headbutt, clothesline, then goes for the tsunami and wins the matchup. So that was cool. I missed the undisputed, I missed the Tommaso Ciampa promo backstage uh, with him and Timothy Thatcher. I heard it was pretty dope though. So okay, I'll go check that out later. <laughs> I guess it wasn't. No, I didn't. I, I missed it. I thought it was switching. Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly take on Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. So this is not obviously not for the Dusty Classic. It's just the Dusty Classic. It's just a tag team matchup. So, uh, oh, it's not. I I could have sworn I thought they was in the. I'm about to say because the winners of the Dusty Classic get a shot at the tag team champions. Oh, you're right. Okay. So right. yeah, yeah. So this is this is a regular. This is just a regular tag match. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So now, if if Balor and O'Reilly are still in it. Then you know it probably have a chance, or it could have been better just for this matchup alone. So, who uh, who knows here? Uh, Balor, you know, uh, does his thing, hit the slim blade. Colorado comes in there and hits all the martial arts, Mortal Kombat stuff that uh, Colorado does do. And uh, you know, Danny Burch, Danny Burch had to go for a front drop kick, he puts him in the knee bar and he ta- he instantly taps out. And after the matchup, uh, Pete Dunn come down to jump Finn Balor. And they beat him down, and then Pete Dunn has his fingers as Ursula is coming down the ring, snaps his fingers, and they all come down to the ring, and they all leave. So that's how NXT ends this week. So uh, we're obviously building to uh, more things. I, don't, I think the next you said the next uh, takeover is in February. Oh, Valentine's. Yeah. Valentine's Day. So I think we're getting. I think we're gonna get Pete Dunn and Finn Balor that one. The winner of the Dusty Classic, or probably the finals. Of the Dusty Classic for both men and women probably gonna be on that show, and uh, Dexter Loomis, I'm getting, or the Koshida, the, the and then the Cruiserweight, yeah. So the triple third women. I think that's, what, that's probably what the Tico Cargo look like. All right, time to go over to AEW Dynamite. You did see Dynamite and everything, right? Uh-huh. Yep. So we start off with Lance Archer taking on Eddie Kingston here. So uh, obviously they, they've been building this rivalry ever since that whole casino battle royal thing, haven't they? Yep. Yeah. Well, they've been building up, then they kind of went away from it, but then they kind of brought it back a, a little bit. Uh, Lance Archer does the walk the rope moonsault, and then see this. Uh, this is what I think he's talking about. He don't like all that walk the walk uh, walk the walk moonsault type shit. And uh, they bring out Jake Roberts, uh, Butcher and the Blade dude. Beat, beating up Jake Roberts, like, poor Jake Roberts, see Jake Roberts alone. They give the bunny, uh, like this, you know, the brass knucks or the, the, the stiff knuckles, as what they were called. Before we get to that, before we get to that, uh huh. 
You you missed the you must have missed a big move. I'm not surprised you ain't even call this out. This Which man, one? This man Lance Archer. Hit, he walked over with the, the moonsault? Nah, he hit him with the nastiest chokes that I've probably ever seen. Uh, oh. He, he, yeah, he did. He, yeah, he that, chokes that was... him and like his back hit the apron. He bounced off the apron and like fell to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> From the inside of the ring to the outside of the apron. I'm like, oh. That was, that was uh crazy. It's almost something because remember, I remember the choke slam where Undertaker brought Stone Cold back into the ring from being on the apron. Mm-hmm. And I remember the one where he choke slammed Lesnar so hard. I remember he bounced and like did like a three. Yeah, <laughs> and that George was, I was like, even Jim Ross had a good call. He was like, he got Almighty. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. that, Eddie Kicks wasn't the one to uh, take that kind of stuff like that. But he hits him with the uh, with the uh, st- the knuckle duster. The that's what they call it. Oh. And then uh, yeah, hits him with, with the the, the, uh, the the knuckle duster, and then um, he pins against three counts. So Kingston wins. Is that the first time Archer's been pinned in AEW? Uh, I think no, he got pinned by Cody. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, so Richard Blade hold. Butcher Blade come down, hold Archer, and Kingston comes and hits another back fist with the with the with the knuckle duster, and uh, it lays him out. And uh, so that's how we are uh, start starting things off here. And then uh, we get uh, backstage. Moxie talks about the Young Bucks and Omega, and he's ready for Beach Break in the wintertime. I'm gonna keep saying that. And then uh, he said, you know, uh, there's. No, uh, says there's always drama with them, like Young and the Restless. Maki said he likes to have sex in the morning. It's a good way to start the day. He says he loves a good six-man tag gang warfare. Says he doesn't know what will happen at Beach Break, but he's looking forward to it. That 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 should be uh, a dope kind of matchup. But then we get... This match got the same situation as the TNA match to me that they were supposed to have. Who? Moxie like, who? No, when they were supposed to be uh, Omega, Gallows, and Anderson versus the Motor City Machine Guns and Rich Hall. Uh-huh. Then it had to be like uh, Moose because one of them couldn't compete. Yeah. And now instead of being instead of being the Lucha Brothers, it's Pop and Moxley and Ray Phoenix. I kind of... Who happened to Pentagon? He got injured too? They like pumped his eye out. Did, I didn't even... Oh, I missed that. I didn't oh, even... Oh, last week. Oh, wow. oh my god! Why can't they ever be healthy at the same time? Because they do crazy stuff. <laughs> my goodness! Uh, Sting is uh backstage with uh Darby Allen in like this little warehouse thing, and he talk about Team Taz and Dark Falls accusation. They call us hoodlums, and Darby's a hoodlum. But he's all about survival. So Darby gets all angry, throws the skateboard out one of the glass panel windows. And I like how Sting takes the baseball bat, right? And he's swinging at it. And he's like, it's not breaking like on the first time, but it's breaking on the second time. But I'm like, Darby's skateboard just went through one panel, but that bat is not breaking the glass like it's supposed to. I'm yeah, like, Sting's swing is a little, you know. Say what? Sting, maybe his swing, Sting's swing is a little weaker. Than usually oh, you 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 think you mean like you shouldn't be in a street fight? <laughs> you shouldn't be in a tag team street fight. 
I think I still think the street fight is the best scenario for him not to take no balls. I mean, um, I mean, it's probably going. It's going to be probably be a cinematic match. So we got to. I would say like punching kicks. Mm-hmm. It's punching kicks for Sting. Everybody else can like do whatever. But I think Sting might but, do punching but bro, kicks. You know, they're going to punch kicks. They're going to keep. They're going to last with Brian Cage all the time, bro. Hey, well, he's not going to take no damage. I'm telling you, he's not going to take no damage. If Sting takes, if Sting takes a drill clock, I would die. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not laughing, bro. I don't career know. over. Career I know this man is not dumb enough to take no nothing from Brian Cage. Not even clothesline. Oh, man. All right, so uh, we get MJF and Chris Jericho come out to, to test their, t- their tag team uh, success uh, when it comes to going against the Varsity Blondes, which is... Uh, uh, what was it? Grit Garrison and Brian Pilbert Jr. You know, I swear, Swole Jungle Boy makes me laugh all the time. I don't know why they just got the team. Yeah, that, that, that could be a whole game. Grit Garrison and Brian Pilbert Jr. Anytime I see them, I just think about what, what you would say because you'd be like, oh, they so boring. <laughs> but uh, they, uh, you know, uh, being up down Chris Jericho. Uh, Brian Pilbert Jr. comes off the top rope, but then uh, Jericho hits a Judas effect and then hits a lion saw because he wouldn't make up for that lion saw last week and uh, gets the three count on him. So Jericho and MJF win. I still don't know why he even went for it last week. Like before he was even going for it, he was stumbling. <laughs> and then he stumbled when he got up. I was like, you could have, I guess since he's like, I'm Chris Jericho, I can do it. But, you know, I think no, he should have no, waited a second because he was already stumbling before he got to the rope. And then stumble on the rope, which like, which in turn made everybody go, "Ooh, you man, you you can't do it no more." I mean, you can still do it. You just, you know, gotta get your footing right. <laughs> you get foot. Yeah, I was saying because at that time he looked old doing it. Uh, Pack has a video saying Kenny's taking liberties, saying he acts like his own. He owns a business and saying, and they, they call a pack of animals. Well, they, they, he's ready for the consequences of their actions next week. So now we got. Uh, the, the Shaq and Cody Rose thing. So Shaq, who is clearly, if anybody watches basketball, I gotta do shout out to the Sixers for being the Lakers in the last little bit thing tonight. Uh, Shaq is clearly in the inside NBA, inside the NBA studio, is he not? Yeah, that's, I'm pretty sure they had some games on, on TNT. No, uh, I don't know. Yeah, and he, he was just saying, you know, he calls out Cody. You know, so he was in the time of day sitting there with his little blonde hair, looking like a punk. He said, you know, better yet, he said, uh, why don't we do the match in March? Tony Giovanni brings Cody out, and Cody don't do the whole pyrotechnics, but he do enough. I'm going to just say, I I don't like this angle for Shaq. Say what? I think Shaq Shaq can only be a face. Like, I don't take him serious. Shaq Shaq can be a heel? Because, like, Shaq, the way that Shaq is, I know he's a fan of wrestling. I don't think he takes it as serious. So, like, you're going to insult somebody you say you look like a little girl. I mean, that's not for, that's not a reason for me to fight you. Because I look like a little girl. Okay, sure. I got blonde hair. Sure. Like, that's not, I don't know. It's just not. No, I, I mean, know. no. I mean, I, I, I feel what you're saying. Cause I can say, because, first of all, talk about Shaq being a center. That, that'll get a pissed off. You know what I'm saying? 
Because Shaq is about, you know, do something that Charles do. Get get to some Charles Barkley or something. Exactly. I'm saying because Shaq, Shaq is a guy that don't take himself seriously, but take himself very seriously at the same time. So yeah. they, they need to have Cody. Uh, see, Cody should have been the heel so he could talk about like you, 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 you was on Kobe and uh, the Wayne Wade coattail. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it'll be easier for Shaq to just destroy it. But we'll see how it goes because Toshi was in there with Cody. Cody was like, he uh, asked about the waiting room segment with Jay Cargill and all them. And Cody says he'd rather um, just get a pitch to uh, the March 7th, but it, it'll be like a, a mixed tag match of Cody, I mean, of Shaq and Jay taking on me and my wife. But life happens and then, uh, you know, she's pregnant. So you get a baby, baby daddy's chant. It's kind of weird. What, what the baby day chant? No, like the the, the kind of the segment was kind of weird in my opinion. Well, then here here's the part I like when he said, "Look, last week uh, the coach, honestly, I got chewed out backstage because it, you know, because of, remember you said say that like, why in the hell is Cody Dina taking? Yeah, I, uh, I never understood that. Take Cody to the limit, like." Get his ass out of here! Like you should, you should be having a hostile match with it. He said, "So he chewed your ass out." He said, "Now look, I was there back when you know uh, your father on the night, uh, the, the, the date of 1985, when he was going to get uh, Tully Blanchard. And after the match, he made sure he 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 ran all the way back to the hospital to make sure he he made it to see the birth of his son. So he basically let him know what it's like to you know to be a man and becoming a new father and all that stuff like that." And then um, he says that Shaq has dominated the league for 19 years that he was been in. And I'm pretty sure every room that Jay walks in, she dominates that room. So he said, but I want you to check something out. So then here come here come Red Velvet. And I'm just like, so we had to replace Brady with the, with the other black girl that, that people be mixing her up for. Uh, and said, I got two things to say about that. For one. Shaq did not dominate the league for 20, 19 years. Let's get that straight right now. <laughs> I'm about to say, uh, yeah, Shaq got like two thousand seven. good 12, 13. When the Suns hit and his career did too. Right? No, 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 no. Okay, fine. When he got to Cleveland. No, as he, no, because when he went to, when went to Phoenix, that, that, that first two, he was an all-star in Phoenix. When yeah, the first hit, year. When, when he yeah, when that Cleveland Boston air hit, hit no, Shaq nah, Shaq no more. Cleveland, it was like, oh, we got Shaq and LeBron, we about to do this, and then Shaq came out with number thirty three, was falling all over the place. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! <laughs> oh, the kicker, um, she left with that one. And then my second thing I got to say is, I, I know they want to build a, a new start in uh, Red Devil. Why not get Big Swole? You know what? That's a good. You know, I agree with you on that one. She too much I would have got big. I would have got big swole also. Is she just too much personality? No, but th- th- that's that's what you need. Big swole is the ultimate personality. She can talk on the mic and she can give it to Jade. I was I'm saying, like big uh, swole, but uh, also uh, she's the smaller than she is. Arlen Arlen was like, yeah, I see somebody with fire, and then. Uh, Red Velvet came like that. I'm like, she's like four feet of fire. I mean, you ain't got that much fire <laughs> compared to Jay Cargill. Come on. No, like, I think like, she came out there looking like she was about to beat up Cody. I'm like, I don't know if I believe this or not. 
I mean, look, I know, they, I know, I know, I know they're trying to make a good thing of Red Velvet, and I'm telling you, they probably got Red Velvet because she she resembles Brick. Because first of all, Brandy wasn't going to do nothing with Jada in the first place. You know that. Yeah. I don't even know why they started the angle when they knew she was already. Yeah. If she have, if she have no kind of like actual bump, like a big bump when she came out that next. Week. Mm. Me personally, I was like, I would personally, I agree with you on that one. I would have got Big Swole. Big Swole would have made it more entertaining because we, we don't know what we, we don't know. We don't, yeah, exactly. We, we don't know what Jade's wrestling stats is going to be by March. And I know Shaq ain't going to be taking over. You know what I'm going to think of it? Why wouldn't they put an experienced woman to help Jade if she's not, if they don't know how she is? I mean, Red Velvet experience, though. She's experienced. She's, she's not experienced enough to lead a match if she needs to. But is, I mean, her and Big Swole probably got like the same amount of credibility. Honestly. Big Swole's just more charismatic. I think, uh, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, like I said, you know, if you look back at the years of when they when they both started doing stuff, like they got the same amount of thing. Like Big Swole, obviously, is more cut. She's more, you know, girthier than uh, Red Velvet is. And she has yeah, more personality. I think she has more experience too, though. With different people she's been with. That's why I said Big Swole. For she has to lead a match. Like she was in the the, the Mae Young Classic. That can help a lot. Even if you got a six minute match, you can still learn a lot. Okay. Well, I mean, that's probably why I said that. We got a hashtag. Give a chance to see to see just to see what will happen. Uh, we get a video package of uh Kip and Penelope getting married. Uh, next, we got Beach Break, the first ever AEW wedding, so I'm excited for it. With, Another uh, one is gone to the is gone. Say what? Another one is gone, taken away. Mm. I, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be dope. The first AEW wedding. We'll see. There's yeah. something's a snake in the in the box somewhere, and it comes out and, and tries to bite uh, Penelope. Yeah. Um, hey, man, Page taking on Ryan Namath. Remember when I texted you and said, "Why don't AEW have any jobbers?" Yeah, they do. You just don't watch Dark. You, you heard of Danny Limelight? I'm I said, bro, like this, like he had a patient just took him out completely. But he did. He, he's like, let, let, let this kid get off. This, this kid got even got a graphic for a versus screen against Adam Page. He shouldn't. Big Money Matt, which I told you was Big Money Matt, is out there. Well, uh, isn't. Is, what? He's not. He, he got a different name, but yeah. They call him Big Money Man. That is. They did because they called him Big Money Man when he came out on Impact. He said, "I'm iconic, something Matt." Well, he it's probably with Impact, but when they they they've been calling him Shivani and, and Jr. Calling him Big. Oh, by the way, real quick, the double back. Did you hear Jr.'s line uh, about Red Velvet? That kind of told him about what he called her Jezebel. No, he called. No, no, he said when when uh, she said that she will stir Jay's bitch ass up, and Jay was just like, she said bitch ass. That means she's serious. <laughs> All right, I think, I'm gonna need Jay to go. No, away, you please. gotta watch it on YouTube. You gotta hear it in his voice. He was like, she said bitch ass. That means I'm gonna need to go away. <laughs> I knew that was gonna. I knew that was gonna bring something to you, bro. I knew it was. I knew it was. I, I said I no problem here this yet. Uh, 
So yeah, uh, Hangman beats him with the uh, the buckshot, Larry, and Matt Hardy. Uh, Hangman tells Matt Hardy to come back to the ring. But Tony Schiavone comes in and he says, "Look, uh, you're a good person. You deserve to be happy." And you, I see your dressing room. You know, you're dressing out in the hallway and stuff now. Well, I have a huge dressing room, and it's that down the hall. And you know what? You're always welcome to use it. So there you go. I mean, in the BTE storyline, he, he stole the other, he stole the biggest locker room and he's like leasing it. Mm. This is weird. I don't know how you do that, but all right. All right. Dax Harwood taking on Jungle Boy. So uh, the, the whole game of matches, Lucha Swords is out there and both, um, oh, God, what's the other one's name? Dash Wilder and Cash Wheeler, you, you know, I got these AW names. Uh, and Cash Wheeler are going to be handcuffed to, to, to uh, Luchasaurus so nobody can interfere in the matchup. So we get a good matchup between these two. And I'm talking about there's the point where they do it all kinds of the whole back and forth for the roll up split, do the bridge and all that kind of stuff like that. Uh, there's a backside from Jungle Boy and a series of suplexes, but Dex fights out of it. And he's a DT for a two count. And I mean, it, it get a little small. This is awesome, champ. Jungle Boy knocks down Dax and gets the reverse pin. Uh, There's more, more pitfalls. And then uh, Jungle Boy locks in the, uh, the the snare trap on Dax. And then uh, Tully Blanchard and uh, Dash, Dash Wheeler are trying to get in the ring. But then Neutral Source is holding them back because they're handcuffed. And then uh, Dax taps out. Jungle Boy wins. So as he's taking the handcuffs off, Tully throws the powder in Luchasaurus's eyes and it bounces him on the ring post. Then they end up handcuffing him. Uh, no. they, they, they go in there and they give... Um, this man is 70. <laughs> <laughs> they get... They, <laughs> you make me laugh. Oh, uh, they uh, go and they, first they attack uh, Jungle Boy and they... Um, Hit, hit hit Jungle Boy. I forgot what moved it. It wasn't it wasn't their finishing move. I forgot what it was. But then they take Luchasaurus up and they get this man and Tully Blanchard on the on the second row and he jumped down, get him a spike pile driver, falls all over on the he took a bump from the top. I'm like, bro, this man is 70. I thought he was just gonna do it and land. He did it and fell. I'm like, that's, that's why you shouldn't do this. You know how much oh. got to come down with? Just, like, cause he you gotta was do a to Yeah, you don't gotta put your full body weight on. <laughs> he, he came down and just rolled. I was just like, "Yo, Tully, bro, yo, check your back when you get into the back, man." Seriously. Then they handcuffed Luchasaurus and cut cut right. the horns off to his. I just gonna have problems getting up, honestly. Mm. When he got up, he was like, "I ah, hit." You can see him sitting right here. So I don't know if that was like, playing tonight. I don't know. Mm. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, taking on Shauna. And uh, it's okay matchup here. Uh, she ends up uh, getting uh, the, the net breaker on Shauna. Then she goes and she applies a lockjaw. She taps out after the so, match. So, real quick, he says something similar in this match to. Uh, Brit, when she got the the glove, mm-hmm. I think I think he said when she got the glove, you that's when you know it's serious. <laughs> Something to that extent. 
Well, you got to go back here to Red Velvet. I'm telling you right there, whatever. That, I don't even think I want to. That, that bitch ass. You know what I mean? She's serious. Uh, so uh, she attacks her and then puts, puts, applies another lot of but the Hiccup Thunder Rosa come out to, uh, to save her and they run away. Rosa will be fighting her at Beach Break next week. Um, I didn't see the MJF looking for Sammy and he talked about that stuff like that. I missed all that part. Basically, he would Sammy was like, uh, I know what you're trying to pull here. And MJF was like, I'm not trying to pull anything. I'm not playing any games. Sammy was like, I don't play games. MJF was just like, that's how you want to do it? All right. I didn't want that. Mm. So I think MJF was just going to start framing Sammy for stuff. The Young Bucks and the Good Brothers take on the Dark Order. Let me just say, I don't know what happened to the Good Brothers. I think they lost some IQ points. Or since they free, they can say whatever. They had like a, a pre-match for one. I'm like, just, just, just why? <laughs> it's like, literally, just Gallows is just like pumping his belt. He's doing like swinging it up. He's like, why? This why. Why is this your gimmick? Uh, I, 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 I don't know. But I mean, they're putting this awesome position, I guess, especially with now they work for Impact and it looks like AEW. The they, they crossing over back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, so that's probably how they get paid a lot of money. So good matchup here. John Silver gets the Cesaro spot. Remember when Cesaro was going against the New Day? And, and he ran outside the ring and he like double foot stomped and did an uppercut. Now, uh, real quick. Yeah. I don't know why you had to say, remember, and to describe that. As if the whole world don't know that's the greatest hot tag of all time. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, you you could have just said, remember Cesaro, but like, the yeah. greatest hot tag ever. Of all time. But I was bringing that up because John Silver didn't make it look that great. <laughs> I was just saying he was all over the place. He was it was kind of sloppy, but he he just wasn't like. I didn't have to style, though. Yeah, but I'm saying so obviously Cesaro did it better. Obviously, well, of course. I'm saying I think John John Silver's style is like sloppy, but gets the job done. Yeah, but I mean he still had good. He does, did did uh deadlift brain buster tries to uh, tries to make the cover, but then no uh, uh Matt Jackson kicks out. We do it. It's the usual Young Bucks type thing. And it, uh, once again, Evil Uno, I hate that mask. And I'm like, you know, I, you see I got my Brody Lee shirt on. I, you know, I said we miss Brody Lee because the Dark Order starting to suck again. I'm just saying. But uh, I, I'm just saying. Uh, here's the thing I don't like. So the Good Brothers come out and they start attacking the Dark Order. I'm like, no disqualification, huh? Okay, fine. So they have Stu Grayson in the middle of the ring. All four of them are winding up, and they give him a quadruple super kick. He's in the middle. First of all, seeing guys' names and hit super kicks is, uh. and they go for the pin. Evil Uno breaks up the pin, so they, they, they take out Evil Uno. So then, so they can do the Meltzer driver on Stu Grayson and win the match. Why? Just Why? pin him with the quadruple super kick. Why well, have no. that? Huh? I said, no, they're not going to do that. Why, why have this whole evil Uno break the thing up? To me, to, that's the shit that Romano says AEW does. I'm like, you don't have to keep doing move, big move after big move. That should end it. First of all, it should have been a disqualification in the first place. But it wasn't. I think, I think they, that's, that's just their spot. 
the the, the full person uh super kick, just their spot. That's not a, a, a ending thing. Okay. Well, Matt Jackson comes on the mic and says, whoever wins the, the tag team battle royal at Beach Ray will get a title shot, and the Bucks have inserted themselves into the battle royal, and if they win, they get to handpick their opponents. At first, I was just like, okay, well, prior party could probably win because they were Matt Hardy and get get a shot at the Young Bucks, but then that's the Young Bucks are going to be in there. They're probably going to win. They said, if we win, we get to have a shot, whoever we want to go up against and turn to the Good Brothers. So you already selling the match at Revolution of the, the Impact Tag Team Champions taking on the AEW Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers taking on the Young Bucks. I mean, they already face every single tag team in there. You're not going to put up a first tag team. That's the match right there. So Phoenix runs out, and then uh, he's going to be there. Then Moxie comes and runs out and attacks the Good Brothers, and then uh, he's standing in the ring doing his little strut around. Kenny Omega comes in. My bad about that. Kenny Omega, Omega comes in, and then he just goes right into a paradigm shift. And I like the way he stole it. Like he was just like caught on top of his head. It started divine shaking a little bit. So that was AEW Dynamite. I know we went a little bit longer on this review, so – I do apologize about that. So, in your personal opinion, who would show one for the week, Dynamite or NXT? I would say Dynamite. Dynamite. Uh, do I want to go Dynamite too? I mean, I like some things on NXT. I did. I, I, the main event on NXT was dope. The Kyle O'Reilly and uh, Finn Balor thing. I'm trying to think, but yeah, the Dark Order. And like, I've seen that so many times. Red Velvet was cool. Hmm. That's how you know she's serious. I said, "Oh, man, did I?" I don't. I don't. I don't really know. I. I think I'm leaning. I think I like NXT tonight. I think I like. Uh, you know what? No, never mind. I see that back because that, that Jungle Boy and Dax Harwood match actually kind of pushed it over the edge for me. That Jungle. Oh, so so Taylor taking a seventy year old bump. Bump it up for you. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it's, it's gonna it's gonna be like slide. It's gonna be every time at one point it could be like just like like, like Philly and LA tonight. You know how Tobias Harris made that shot to make us win by one point. So yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Okay, okay. I'm gonna go with that one. So you guys can if you listen watch us on YouTube, post down in the comments down below which one you guys thought won for the week. If you guys enjoy uh, NXT or AEW, if you listen to us on the podcast because you know we always put this on the podcast. We are about to move on. All right, guys. So that was the Wednesday Night War here. Uh, make sure you guys uh, check us out on spacesfilly.com. Check out the, the podcast they have over there. Lulu and Pop, Lulu and Pop Horror War Show, both sides in the Market Dark Show. Check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there as well. Uh, the, the No Gimme Seed of Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Gas and Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, and Drunk Thoughts Over Tongues. Soon to come out, Ballers Now. Check out all the podcast apps for your uh, podcast needs. We're on Stitcher. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that great stuff. You listen to the snippets on YouTube Premium. I mean, you listen on YouTube, you can look this to it on YouTube Premium. Check out the Prime Nostalgia Podcast every single Friday along with Prime Conversations as well. The podcast Primetime has going on. And make sure you guys also check out uh, our merch on the No Gimmicks Needed uh the real nerd coalition.com once again that's the real nerd coalition.com and you guys can also 
get uh go to Teespring slash the Real Nerd Coalition. Get your NC Studios NC Level Up hoodies shirts, and make sure you fight COVID nineteen with NC and uh, Studios and Level Up mask out there as well. So guys, that is it for our show. Sorry that I ended by myself and anything like that, but uh, we'll see you guys next week as we uh, get ready for the Royal Rumble and stuff like that, so it should be good. So once again, this is NC and Place to be Chum Chum Mercedes, not the Sands with Primetime and uh, Q-Flow, wherever you're at, take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's nc Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offers the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer.